It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your hosts, Ed Oliver and Deolante Daniels, Chris Tapsporzingis's debut as a Washington Wizard, and he looked very, very good. The Unicorn in D.C. We're going to talk about his debut, how the Wizards won this game, the main takeaways, what lineups we like, we love, how they had seven guys in double figures, 133 to 120 to 123 dub out there. We're going to talk about how Porzingis really impacted the team, uh, some guys who played well, some guys who didn't main takeaways from the game. Let's get to it. Are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online with a game starts. All right, D. So, how did you feel about this dub, and what were your main takeaways from the game? It was a good win, you know, a good win. I predicted on Friday's episode. I said that I felt the Wizards were going to lose to the Hawks, and they were going to beat the Pacers. And this was before the KP news that he was going to play even came out, and so that prediction hit. It was it was a good win for the guys. Porzingis, Kristaps Porzingis, a great debut. I mean, 25 points, 7 for 12, over 50% from the field. I mean, 3 for 4 from the 3, 8 for 10 from the free throw line with five boards and two blocks in 21 minutes. I mean, he he was terrific out there. He was really terrific. And I said this when the trade went down. The talent was always going to be there. It was never a question of, is Kristaps Porzingis a talented player? He's an all-star type player. Question was always, can he stay on the floor? As long as he can stay on the floor, I mean, I'm expecting more games like this from him. I mean, he was a problem out there. The Pacers had to double-team him down there in the post, which led to guys getting open threes. When's the last time you've ever seen a front-court player from the Wizards 
literally have guys run out there to try to double team them. Yeah, uh, they ain't do it to Markeith or you know any other power forward that the Wizards have had. I mean, center that the Wizards have had out there. So it was an impressive performance. That's the main takeaway right there. It has to be an amazing performance for Porzingis, and he leaves the fans with wanting to see more from him. Definitely, yeah. This was the most fun I had watching the Wizards game since the ten and three start. Um, from Porzingis, I mean. The unicorn, he you saw his impact out there. Like you said, when he got the ball at the high post, guys just flocked to him. Buddy Hill went to him. Isaiah, um, Isaiah for the for the Pacers went to him. Jalen Smith, they were trying to double team trap him. Malcolm Brogdon, they just kept sending other guys to him, and he was finding open shooters. He was finding other guys, making hockey assists, just getting the ball out there, creating a lot of mismatches and wide open shots for the Washington Wizards. Not only that, he just provided uh, finishing at the rim as well. You know, Denny. Try to make the dunk. He missed the dunk, and Porzingis got the ball and finished strong with the dunk, and also a couple blocks. That was a huge block on Brissett. Um, he made another nice block. I want to say on Buddy Hill and Malcolm Brogdon down the stretch. Uh, he had, he hit a couple threes out there as well, knocked down some shots and stretched the floor for the Wizards. So he definitely brings something different to the Wizards, and also putting the Pacers in foul trouble too. We got in the bonus so quick, which was very different. And we heard before the game, I was watching the pregame on NBC Sports Washington. They were talking about how the guys were complaining that they don't get a lot of respect. Um, from the refs. And honestly, some of this is about star power and some of it's about, you know, being able to get to the basket and just, you know, create some contact and finish through contact. Porzingis is a guy that does get respect from the, from the refs and some star power. And the Wizards got, you know, got the Pacers in foul trouble very, very quickly in that first quarter. They, and Porzingis was able to do it. How many free throws did he shoot? He shot about... 10, I believe. Yeah, he was 10 free 10. throws. Um, and then just from a, from a team standpoint, once again, everybody eats... Uh, we got 33 assists as a team. I mean, the Wizards have been shooting the ball really well. I think since the trade deadline, their first and three-point percentage um, are very high in assists per game as well as a team. Um, also, we had seven guys in double figures as well, so everybody eats. So it's definitely been different since the trade deadline. Um, his his impact was really felt today. Kyle Kuzma had a huge block down the stretch that led to uh, Denny to Porzingis alley-oop, which I love that. So that's going to be good for next year too so those guys can get that chemistry because I think a Denny pick and roll is going to work really well. And I think a Kuzma and Porzingis uh, pick and roll is going to work really well as well. So um, I, I love some of those things right there. And three-point shooting. Uh, KCP has stepped up and played a lot better as of late too. So the ball movement and three-point shooting has has really improved since the trade deadline. Um, only thing really my main takeaway as a team standpoint that I did not like was really the defense. Um, you know, we put up 133 points, but, you know, Brogdon got to the basket a lot. Buddy Hill got to the basket a lot. And Goga, um, probably mispronouncing his last name, but Batadze, oh, he was cooking us. I mean, I don't think he missed a shot tonight. Yeah, he was 7-7 seven, seven from the field. Yeah, I like what I say going back to the Porzingis talk. His first bucket was an alley-oop, you know, from Kyle Kuzma. Right. And he had the putback dunk late when Denny Avdia, which I, I like, I respect him trying to go up for that slam. We've been asking him to, you know, go up tough. And he did. Even though it got blocked, you love to see that from Denny. He got the putback follow dunk um, off that block, block shot. So he made a lot of impact plays today. And he was just, he affected some shots down low. He he got that, he got that block. Even though it was technically a foul when they showed the replay, he got, um, I forgot who it was. He got his wrist, but we'll take those. You know, we definitely will take those. And 
as far as the free throw shooting, the Hawks game, they got outshot from the free throw line. I mean, they only got what four, nine free throws or something like that. It was single digits compared to the Hawks. But you got to have guys who make the refs want to call the foul for. You know, guys, Porzingis, guys are going to have to foul him. You know, it's a mismatch out there. Guys can't really guard him unless they're bringing double teams or unless they're fouling him. You know, they have a guy in Porzingis now. They got the Patriots in the bonus early in the first quarter, I believe, with mm-hmm. Porzingis out there. So he he's just that big of a mismatch for guys. He's that big of a factor. And the Wizards still got some holes to work with, but having a, a front court guy who defenses have to respect and pay attention to, whether it's off the pick and pop, we've seen that in this game. The pick and roll, we've seen that in this game. Just being able to make the right passes as well. You know, when that double team came, he made the right right passes. He didn't have assists, but he had a lot of assists that came from his passes. You know, they went to a guy, then the ball got swung to a wide open guy for three. So his impact was huge on this game, man. A plus, A plus debut. Definitely, yeah, 25 points in 21 minutes. Um, He made the hockey assist, made the pass that led to another uh, pass to another basket. Um, the high post too, giving giving him the ball in that high post, and just how versatile he is, pick and pop. Isaiah Jackson, yeah, that's the guy that he got in foul trouble. Isaiah Jackson had four fouls. Brissett had four fouls, so yeah, he, Buddy Hill had four fouls, so he really put the pressure on um, their defense. And we actually beat his own. That was weird too. Sato, I thought he did a good job breaking down the zone. Rui hit uh, one shot to break the zone, even though he only made one shot this game. But we're gonna break down some other player performances and uh, get to some lineups that we liked out there as well. But before we do get into that, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. My favorite flavor is the cookies and cream. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They are fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they are a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, puffs included. 100% real chocolate, low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to build.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low cal, high fiber, and low carbs. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It will be delicious, and it will be good for you. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. 
All right, D. So what were your thoughts on the lineup tonight? Actually, I don't want to forget about Saddle with that nasty dunk that he had. Mm-hmm. It was an one dunk. That was the Saddle that I do remember from a couple years ago that he would have some bounce and dunk on guys. That was beautiful. Um, it was really nasty for Saddle. Shout out to him. Uh, but what, what was your thought on some lineups that you saw tonight that worked and uh, anybody else that didn't get playing time that usually does get playing time? Thomas Bryant, to start with him, didn't get no PT tonight. Um, Wes Unsell Jr. happened to go with Anthony Gale, who hit two big threes, and I didn't have an issue with it. Thomas Bryant, I've been saying when Porzingis was back, was going to be the odd man out, and that's what it looks like is happening. He's the odd man out. I, I don't have an issue with it. I don't think Wes made the wrong call here. I think a lot of people would agree with me as well and say Thomas Bryant was the guy that had to take a seat. And I don't have an issue with Anthony Gill getting minutes. He's proven that he could be effective when called upon, and he was tonight in this game. So as far as TB, you know, I'm not surprised by that. I'm not surprised by the DMP. Lineup, it was interesting. The Wizards got some hype. Chase Hughes tweeted, he said the shortest player on the court for the Wizards at one point was 6'7". That the lineup was Sadoransky, Kispert, Avdia, Hachimura, and Porzingis. The Wizards aren't used to having size like that on the court. So it was good to see lineups where the Wizards can be bigger. You know, Porzingis helps add that layer. And usually we're accustomed to guys like Ishmith and Howell Nettle being out there, just the shorter guys. But being able to throw out that length and throw out those bigger lineups can help. You know, it can help switch up the defensive flow of a game. It can help you know, mess with the defense a little bit, have that length, get some deflections, mess up, mess up the opposition's offense. So I like that. You know, I like that lineup right there, having size out there. As far as individual, KCP, I thought he had a good game, got to the free throw line seven times. Porzingis wasn't the only guy who got to the free throw line tonight. Um, Kyle Kuzma went five for seven. KCP went six for seven, and Denny went four for four. So, and, and Tomas went three for three. So the Wizards got to the free throw line 32 times beating the Pacers 29 free throw attempts. So I don't know if it was just a concerted effort. I don't know if the refs was like, eh, let's let's call the whistle, blow the whistle a little bit more for these guys. But I do like them getting to the basket and getting to the free throw line. And I like West throwing out that tall lineup. Yeah, I do like that as well. Um, TB, I'm a, I do like TB. I'm a fan of Thomas Bryant. But Porzingis being there, there had to be an odd man out. Um, looks, you know, they had Gaffer come off the bench. I think that was better for Gaffer. We talked about that before we started the show. That it's kind of better for him to come off the bench and kind of just see how that flow of the game is going. Because sometimes when he starts, he just doesn't really feel the flow of the game. He's jumping for pump fakes and he's fouling, kind of making some un, um, unforced errors, if you will. Um, he only had two fouls this game. I want to look at his minutes, how many he played. He played... Many minutes did Gafford play? Gafford played 17 minutes. He was five for seven from the field, 10 points. He had a couple alley-oops from Ishmith as well. So I thought he had a, had a solid game out there. Um, once again, Thomas Bryant, I, I hate to see it, but, you know, somebody just had to had to be the odd man. And like you said, Anthony Gill, you know, he's playing he's he's playing well with the minutes he's getting. He hit two threes. Mm-hmm. He had a clutch three down in the fourth quarter. But once again, with Thomas Bryant, you know, you got to understand the contract thing too. You know, he is a free agent. Who knows if he's coming back? You know, you got Gaffer, you just gave the extension. You got Porzingis, of course, who's under contract for the next two or three years. So, you know, you kind of want to play the guys who you know who's going to be there for the next couple of years. And, and Thomas Bryant hasn't really played well defensively either. 
So his minutes are going to be up and down. So, you know, West is going to be deciding who's that third center going to be. Is it going to be Anthony Gill or, or is it going to be Thomas Bryant? So that's the decision he has to make there. Um, Denny, I thought he provided some good minutes off the bench, mm-hmm. two, 10 points, seven boards, three assists. Um, you know, he, he did miss the dunk like we talked about, but he had a nice – they challenged it, but it should have been – I thought it was a continuation in my opinion, mm-hmm. but they took it away from us. And I thought the, the elbow that the guy Brissett threw into Gafford's face, mm-hmm. I thought that was – I thought that should have been a successful challenge for yeah, Wesley Jr. Okay. as well. So I, uh, that was where, two calls that I disagree with. Corey Kispert, three for six from the three. He's starting to shoot the three ball better. Um, so that's good to see from Corey Kispert. And um, I really like the lineup, like you said, as well. Zingas. Denny, Kisper, Rui, Sato. That's when uh, Denny threw the, the alley-oop to, to Zingas. Um, Neto got hurt, unfortunately, with a sprained ankle. It didn't look good at all. Um, so, you know, hopefully he can be available on Wednesday night when we play. And who else? Before I leave anybody out, Ish Smith provided good minutes, too. He yeah. had a nice jumper um, down the stretch, had, had 13 points. He was a plus nine. Denny was a plus eight tonight. Uh, KCP was a plus 16. we got to give KCP some credit. I know a lot of people would just want to – they rather see the young guys dribble the ball more and shoot more. Yeah, five KCP, assists. Right, he had five assists. <laughs> and he went six for six against the Hawks. He didn't miss a three. So he's really been shooting the ball well lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tomas, too. Tomas, ten points out there, five five assists. I thought he pushed the pace and, and facilitated well as, as well. Ishmith had nine assists. Kuzma had eight assists and two blocks. Um, I thought it was a good all-around game. I, mm-hmm. I think, of course, you know, we're not going to get too high because it's the Pacers. They had a lot right. of guys out, to be honest. But I thought these are games that the Wizards don't take advantage of. They usually – sometimes they find ways to lose games like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they needed this one too after that Hawks game, after that Hawks loss, because we spoke about it before on Friday's episode. We said that is that was an important game if they want to reach that play-in spot, if they want to get that Tim seed. That was a big game when they had lost that. So they needed this one tonight against the Pacers, a team, you know, Porzingis coming in that they felt like they probably should have won, and they did win. They got the W. And you got the West Coast trip coming up. The Clippers are next in L.A. So, And they're playing good ball. Reggie Jackson's out there hooping. They got a lot of guys out there as well, you know, even with PG and Kawhi not playing. So they had to get this one tonight, and they grabbed it. Um, Ish Smith, I, I like what he brought. You know, I like what he brought to the table tonight. Um, six for eight from the field, seven rebounds, nine assists, many almost a little slight, a small baby, baby triple double there. I didn't even mm-hmm. notice that. Seven <laughs> rebounds, nine assists. No. So I mean, he he's been out there doing his thing off of the bench. I don't know how if how long Nettle's gonna be out. Maybe he misses a game or two. I don't know how bad that sprain is. Uh, do you think Ish jumps to the start lineup or you think Tomas does? That's a good question. Um, I, I would go with Ish to start because Tomas just got here for one. So um, I would go with Ish. Ish kind of sets the table really well. I, I like the the way he can get downhill and create alley-oops for uh, Gafford and can create, you know, alley-oops for uh, Porzingis as well, lobs and easy buckets. Um, defensively, I thought Ish Smith was solid as well, getting some steals, some little pesky steals. So I, I would start Ish, and um, him and Sato will probably get similar amount of, the similar amount of minutes. But, uh, yeah, I, I would go with Ish. Yeah, I, I will go with Ish too just because, I mean, yeah. They both kind of just got here <laughs> and are the new offense. I really do like Ish off of the bench, you know, to provide that spark. I wouldn't be surprised if Tomas was the chosen starter because I feel like he he's more of a guy you could just slide in there 
ish. I just like him being that spark plug off of the bench, man. I like what he brings off of the bench, especially bringing him off the bench with Gafford. You know, though that one two right there, that that's fun. You know, those guys running. But I I wouldn't be surprised if Ish started either. Yeah, it's really interchangeable. You know, not one guy is like so much better than the other. So yeah, it's it's really interchangeable. But um, it will be interesting to see what Weston Sub Jr. picks. Yeah, definitely. And guys, lastly, we'll be we will be doing our player of the games, MVPs. Any other last thoughts as well? But before we get to that, we do have a message from our friends over at Bet Online. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fire coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Yes, sir. So who was your player of the game in X Factor? Player of the game, I'll go with Porzingis. I mean, he had a terrific debut. You talk about as far as debuts go and minute restrictions and just 21 minutes of play. I mean, not, not too many complaints, man. You know, he he was only a plus one, but he felt like a plus 21, like Kuzma. So I give player of the game to Porzingis. I was very impressed with his debut, making me want more. You know, I want to see more from him. X Factor, I'll go with. I'll go with KCP tonight. Um, KCP dropped 19, 3 for 9 from the 3, 5 for 13 from the field, 6 for 7 from the free throw line. But he had the five assists, man. I like that. Plus 16, moving the ball. I know we get on KCP a lot about over dribbling and just putting up a lot of shots. But he's been he's been important in general. You know, since the trade deadline, he's been playing well. And I know we have his, our complaints about him. But I like him getting those five assists, 19 and five for KCP. That's good, man. I'll give him X Factor. Yeah, player of the game, of course, is Porzingis, too. You just saw how he controlled the game. And um, he was just really directing everything out there when he got the ball. Just commanding that double team the way that, that he was able to pass out of it. And also just get to the bats and get to the free throw line, put pressure on the defense and finish around the rim. 
um, and knock down some threes to pick and pop as well. So he just he's, he's he just provides that offense that we really need from one guy who can close down in the clutch. Because a lot of games we just lost is because we would just give the ball to Kuz, everybody get out the way, and teams are double teaming Kuz, and nobody else is helping him out. Now Porzingis is going to be there. He's our number one option, and Kuz is going to be the number two option. And, and Porzingis just provides instant offense. Um, he showed that tonight. Uh, X Factor is a tough one. You could go with KCP. You could go with Kuz. Uh, you, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ish, man. Ish made that clutch shot down the stretch. 13 points, nine assists, and seven boards, almost having a triple double. Um, so I'm gonna go with Ish, man. He had a couple of nice passes to to Gafford as well, getting guys open. Um, KCP was great too, though. KCP made a really nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a no look pass. I don't know if you remember, but Denny caught it. He did a pump fake and finished. Mm-hmm. And I thought Denny did a better job finishing tonight. So I do want to give him some credit. For that, now he did miss a dunk and got blocked on one play. But I thought for the most part, I like how Denny was more aggressive tonight. Um, and I want to see more of that from him. Rui, his minutes were cut short. I forgot to say that today, too. He didn't play much. He played 16 minutes, which is usually under the 20-minute threshold that he gets. And uh, he only had three points. And he was off. From the, he was one mm-hmm. for four. He's usually been hitting, like, all his threes. So that's, like, the only yeah. thing I have to say about Rui. But, you know, it's – you know, he's not going to be making threes every game. So that he's got to do something different, get to the basket, hit that mid-range shot. Um, but, yeah, X-Factor for me was Ish. Yeah, I, I like that too. Ish was big, man. Like I said, the baby triple-double, it was a lot of guys. And I like it when it's like that, when the X-Factor is, it could be a multitude of guys. I mean, it was a really good team game, and a lot of different guys stepped up. But, guys, that is all we have for you guys tonight. Thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Yes, sir. Before we head out, the only thing, if you guys do care about the uh, standings, the Wizards are two games out of the playing spot. Um, they're only two games behind the eighth seed as well. Charlotte Hornets are 32 and 33 if you guys are still invested in that. But we want to thank you guys. Make sure you guys subscribe. Almost at 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. Hit the notification bell as well. Um, got the dub from the unicorn. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.